I'm thankful you're well. You're listening to Gaino. Gaino is, of course, a Seneca word for music or song. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and each week we take a listen to some amazing music from different indigenous artists from all across Turtle Island. So as always, you are kindly invited to enjoy the music and the chat. My featured artist today is Mike Byrne of the Wolustawik Nation, coming by way of Nagokuk. He had considerable success with his band's Kick and Crotch and District Avenue. The latter even had a song that was featured at the 2018 Winter Olympics. Now since then, Mike's gone solo. We're going to be discussing his album Wampanoakyu and his most recent singles, Ancestors. And this one, it's Shrine of Sheryl. You're listening to Gino. Sun is shining through the clouds. Many days I felt alone. alone. I lift my head too quick to see stars chasing after me. Oh, where is my home? I see you in the trees, buzzing with the Mike Byrne, his latest single, kicking off our listening on today's edition of Gyno. Welcome back. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and I'm excited for today's conversation. Mike's been at this a long time. He's played with various bands over the years, like you heard in the introduction, including Kick and Crotch and District Avenue. Uh, both bands are award-winning, and uh, we're going to get into all of uh, this great discussion here before too long, but at this time, I certainly want to like 
I certainly want to welcome Mike on the Gaino today. And Nyawaskano, how are you doing? Hey, kwe, kwe, kwe. Thanks for having me, Brett, on your uh, wonderful station here, man. I'm grateful that you could take a few minutes to chat with me today, introduce you to my listeners down here, and, uh, yeah, get some new fans along the way. It's a win-win for us all, yeah? It sure is. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mike, you know, we, we have a lot to talk about today. I love singer-songwriters that have stories attached to their music, things that you can dive into, and that quickly became apparent. Uh, especially with a track that we're going to be hearing in just a little bit, another one of your latest singles called Ancestors. But uh, for the sake of the new listeners out there, I, I was wondering if we could rewind and uh, start with some introductions. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm uh, Mike Byrne from uh, Willistiquig Nation here in uh, New Brunswick, Canada. Um, uh, Willistiquig people are uh, people of the beautiful river. And I'm from Nagukuk, where that means where the two two rivers meet. So I have a lot of uh, positive energy that comes from my uh, territory. I've talked with a few artists from up your way, and it really does sound like a, I guess, a nicer pace of life. Is that a is that a good summary? Do you find that to be the case? I, I like I like to say how how the river flows. You know, it's nice and smooth sometimes, and they get a little choppy sometimes. You sure. know. Sure. I, we just take it how the river flows, brother. Oh, I can dig it. And, of course, you're surrounded by uh, lush, beautiful, old-growth forests up there as well, yeah? Yes, yes, beautiful, beautiful lands, man. And so this is your home. You're you're connected to the land. I mean, we're, we're going to get this thread woven throughout our conversation today because, uh, again, your lyrical content really... Uh, does touch on on that connection as well. Uh, but as we uh, talk about your musical background, what was it that got you into music? Well, uh, you know, I think I uh, give a lot of that to my parents, you know, uh, growing up and, you know, them having friends over for a few drinks and them putting on a little Bob Seger or uh, CCR or my mom's outlaw country like Waylon Jennings, Johnny Cash. Loretta Lynn, Patsy Cline. You know, I, I, I really didn't care for the music at at a young age, but now when you get a little older, you start you start appreciating that old music, and and I, and I, I've grown into to loving that. You know, like seventies rock and the the outlaw country, and I, I think a lot of that my musical inspiration and uh, loving music came a lot from my parents. You mentioned. Uh liking this older style of music as you get on in years and things like that. And uh, if listeners down here are familiar with your previous work, I mean, that's that's obviously apparent, like Kick and Crotch and, mm-hmm. and District Avenue. That's nothing like what we're typically going to hear. <laughs> you know? Oh, hell no, man. It's like night, it's like night and day, sure. brother. It's like night and day for sure. You got into the rock and roll. Uh, tell me, take me a little bit through that time in your life because those bands did really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've always wanted to do music. I always wanted to, you know, join a band or start something like that. I've, I've been playing acoustic guitar since I was like 15 years old. And uh, I've always talked about starting a band. I know it was a little more late in my life and stuff, but. But I actually did that, you know. We were in a, a computer course there in a little town up north from us. And uh, there was, I I just looked around like, Jesus, there's a band in this room right now. There's a drummer. Look, there's a 
guitar player, there's a bass player, and I play guitar and I sing. I'm like, just messing around, like we should start a band, you know. And we're just joking around, and the, we started talking about it, and we were thinking about names, trying to be funny, and kicking crotch came out of my mouth. I don't know how the hell it came, but it was just to be as a joke, yeah. and it got so serious so quick, and they asked us to play um, their Christmas party at the local community college here that's where that's where it all started man wow yeah you never know what sticks and it's got to be fun to look back on just what a chance encounter that was yeah oh for sure man yeah like i'm glad that it happened you know everything happens for a reason and and i'm glad that that experience uh you know, came in my life. Absolutely. And Kicking Crotch, if I'm not mistaken, if I heard you correctly, uh, basically ends up transforming into District Avenue. I mean, more or less the same core members and everything, too, yeah? Yes. And, and I think it was a little more progressive rock, a little, little more metal sure. than Kicking Crotch. And, uh, you know, there was more of the, the scream, screamo and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. It, it was, and it was more of the, my drummer that w- was with us at the time, uh, his idea. And he's the one who did all the music, man. The guy is so damn talented. He did the drums, he did the guitars, he did the bass, he did wow. everything minus, you know, the singing. That's all I had to do was put my singing in there. So cool. And he did everything. And uh, we actually met up with uh, a great guy from Toronto. Um, he owns uh, Iguana Studio. And they had... Tons and tons of talent that came through there. And we actually went up there for a week and recorded that whole album. Which went on to win awards. And uh, another point of bragging rights, I guess, that <laughs> something that I don't get to hear too, too often. Your song Revival from District Avenue was featured on an international stage, too, yeah? Yes, yes, man. It was, uh, I think I was like making dinner here and then we had it on the, the Winter Olympics. Wow. And then I just did it, and I could hear the guitar. I'm like, that sounds familiar. <laughs> and I just seen like skiers doing jumps, and it was like a little montage and stuff. And but you know, the highlights would happen the day before. I'm like, that's that, that's a re- revival play out wow. there. You and have... I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know idea about it. Wow. Until like a a week after, where they would send me papers from this uh, production company. I'm not too can't remember where, sure. but you know, for what they did and stuff and send you the royalties and whatnot. Yeah, that was a big surprise, and I was I was greatly honored for that, for sure. That's that's pretty wild, to say the least. I mean, and just to be watching it and hearing it at the same time, too, is another one of those yeah. chance encounters, yeah. Right. Mike, yeah. we have a lot more to talk about today. I want to move on from the bands and talk about why you decided to uh, go solo, and we can start talking about like a Wampanoagu and and of course yep. uh, ancestors. Your other recent single. Uh, so at this time, let's get back into the music. Now, of course, longtime listeners of Gino are well aware that it's become a, a regular feature here for. Uh, my guest to recommend a song or two from Indigenous artists that they're currently listening to. And Mike was uh, gracious enough to play along today, and we're going to be hearing two of his recommendations before our time is up, including one from Lewis C. Wyatt. But the one that's going to be winding down this first block is from Mike's friends, 
the band Marion and their song Astral Plane. We'll be back to talk about them and get caught back up in just a few. So as we get into our listening again, turn it up and sing along with Riverbang from Mike Burns' Wampanoag today on Gyno. I saw the world in black and white I couldn't find what was right I walked over the sun, the shadow To hear the rain I fell back into the Something 
Rocking out to Gyno with Brett Maybe.
Marion from their album Hit Record, that's Astral Plane, coming by way of recommendation from today's featured artist Mike Byrne. Welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. I'm your host, Brett Maybe, and it was great getting caught up with Mike, uh, some of his musical background. I absolutely just love hearing about the far north, and uh, it makes me want to go check it out even more, Mike. And when we got back into the music, uh, we left off on District Avenue and being featured in the 2018 Winter Olympics and uh, as I was mentioning, though, at this point, I want to talk a little bit about your departure from the band scene. What made you decide that it was time to, to go and do your own thing? Well, you know, when, when, when guys want to show up for practice and they want to show up for gigs, and I, I was running the band, too, you know, and I was the manager and uh, trying to keep every together, everything together, you know, mm-hmm. finding new band members. Uh, after a while, you just get tired of, tired of doing that and i'm like you know i can go do and do my own thing i can you know sing or songwriter with acoustic guitar and make my own music and you know instead of dealing with uh, these headaches all the time and uh that's what i just said i said enough's enough you know yeah. um i'm gonna go do my own thing and I, you know you don't have to wait for nobody to show up for gigs or um all that stuff that comes with a band you know and um I'm 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 glad that I did it. I, I really am. I'm I'm happy what I'm doing, and um, I hope to do it for a very very long time. Well, you have a very distinct sound. Uh, it's familiar yet new. Uh, you can tell that you're pulling from some of these influences that you were mentioning. You didn't really dig some of the older sounds when you were a kid, but I'm guessing this is where a lot of that uh, love starts to reemerge, huh? Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, I mean, like. Uh, you 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 have so much music in your head, you know, and so much sound, and you you want to be able to 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 bring that out. And it's like a puzzle when you do music, right? You're mm. you're trying to put all these pieces together. Some some songs are more difficult than others to put put together, you know. Sure. Like uh, Shrine of Cheryl was like uh, the ones that just come out so easy, you know. I can write that in like half an hour. Yeah. But, you know, some of these other ones, you know, they, they take a little longer. It's just like puzzles. They take it from bits and pieces from here and there, and they just put it all together. Are you a conceptual writer, too? Do, do you write it intentionally to all fit kind of a story? Um, no. I'm, I'm, I, like, I go with the melody. It's usually actually my music first. Then, and, and then I go for a walk in the woods or something. I clear my mind and... Yeah. You know, I, I sometimes I pray to bring me images, you know, positive images. Tell me, bring me stuff that I I can see clearly, you know, like the ideas and stuff like that. And uh, a lot of that comes from that, my music. It's, it's like um, Sean and Cheryl, and then we'll talk about that later, but, you know, it was dedication to my uncle. You know, I just wanted to show him how, how much that I, I loved him and, in that how much I appreciate him while he was with us on, on this earth. And, um, but yeah, my music comes from just about anything, really. Life experiences or taking a walk in the woods. Mm. Uh, you mentioned your uncle. I did see that right up and uh, online as well, talking behind the song, Shrine of Sheryl. And is this the same passing that influenced... Uh, the creation of the song Ancestors as well? Yes. Well, actually, um, 
uh, that's when I was grieving my uncle's my his death, and uh, a couple family members suggested I go see an angel reader. Not too sure if you're familiar with them, but I guess they they can talk with uh, your departed mm-hmm. and stuff, and send you messages and stuff. And that's 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 how I got that uh, message from my grandfather, mm-hmm. and that would have been my uncle's father. Um, to to honor the people that have passed, you know, it, it's good for healing, and um, that's where ancestors came from. From me speaking with my my late grandfather. Actually, I never even met my grandfather. He uh, passed away in a potato house and snapped his neck and died instantly. And I, I think my mom was only thirteen years old, so I never got to meet him. And but then he came through and. And here I was, want, I was wanting a message from something, you know, because mm. sometimes you get writer's block and you don't want to, to write about it anymore. And that came through and that stuck with me for a long time. And I'm like, I got to write about what he said, you know, honor the people that have passed, you know, bring, bring healing to others. And that just, that just stuck with me. And I like wrote maybe a few lyrics of it there somewhere. And I, I opened that up there, uh, a few months ago and I started writing and ancestors was born. It, it feels to me that that's more akin to the older relationship with music that many indigenous cultures have had throughout time. Do you find that as well? The honoring? Of oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like you're getting the message from our ancestors, you know, you have to honor that message and do, do what they say, you know, we make them proud. You know, even though they're not here with us, they're here with us in spirit. You have to honor their spirit as well. I was in a teepee ceremony a number of years back and uh, and had a similar experience where I felt uh, I, was, I was meeting a family member that had passed away before I was born. And mm-hmm. um, I have only known through family recordings of her singing and, you know, the, yeah. the profound nature of being able to kind of stretch across time, I felt made me closer to her than I obviously physically was ever able to be. And in this ceremony, I, I just mm-hmm. got this strong impression that she was saying to me, you know, we're grateful to be thought of still. We can't tell you yeah. how much it means to us that you remember us. Don't forget us. We're always with you. That's a great message for today's show. And, you know, I got to be perfectly honest, that gave me goosebumps right there, you know. And uh, I I think it further validates some of those experiences that we share over Turtle Island without having known anything about one another before, you know. Wow. Got a little emotional there, man. I, I am a appreciative of this conversation mike and uh well let's get back into the listening right now we have a little bit more time to talk and i don't think there's any more that i can add to what we were just saying so at this time Mm -hmm. you're invited to turn it up and sing along with mike burns ancestors a single released back in march of 2022 you're listening to gyno
Still have a few more tracks before coming back to wrap up my discussion with today's featured artist, Mike Byrne. In fact, we still have to get his second recommendation on. It's Louis C. Wyatt's Dancing with Sue. In the meantime, my favorite gnome, Mimi Obanswin, and her latest single, Here's to the Women, today on Gyno. This is Mimi Obanswin, and you're listening to Guy Note with Brett Maybe.
second of Mike Burns' recommendations today. That's Lewis C. Wyatt's Dancing with Sue. Welcome back. You're listening to Gyno. Uh, Mike, what a great song. Uh, you came across this just randomly on a, on a playlist one day, and uh, thank you so much for the recommendations today. Hey, you're welcome, man. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to, uh, to share uh, my favorites, too, you know. Uh, whatever I like, I'm hoping other people like it out there, too, because they're really good musicians, and I hope... Uh, People like them as much as I do. Well, you're not necessarily, uh, I, I would say, close friends with Lewis C. Wyatt or anything like that. Uh, you guys have become acquainted here, but I do want to rewind just a little bit um, and and talk about Marion. Now, you are friends with this band, yeah? Uh, with uh, the, the guy, yeah. He's, uh, he runs um, a studio in Fredericton that I'm, um, I'm actually thinking about going to record in here. And maybe do uh, do a few tracks, you know, maybe my next few tracks there and stuff. Just uh, you know, something different because usually I do everything very out of my own home here. I have everything, and uh, I have a few friends that help me along the way to uh, make it sound uh, as 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 good as it has to be. 
the recording quality is impeccable, but uh, if I can add my two cents, and now I know you didn't ask for it, but I think that would be great. I, I would love to see some kind of collaboration between you and Marion as well somewhere down the road. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. Well, you we, never know. Yeah. Anything could happen, you know. Absolutely. Well, once again, thank you so much for the recommendations today. Uh, you, you've given me some great ideas for uh, future episodes of Gyno as well. Uh, we have a few more minutes to get caught up. Um, let's talk future plans at this point. What do you got on the horizon right now? Well, right now I'm uh, working on music still, you know. I have a few songs going, but I'm always changing something and that. I want to always make sure I sound the best and... I, I wanted to be the best, you know, before I uh, decide to release anything. And uh, maybe I'll release one more track and then concentrate about putting the, all the songs together to uh, re- release an album. Um, I'm thinking maybe in the late fall or early spring. And uh, if everything goes well, uh, I can maybe tour and maybe come out to you guys in the neck of the woods. I certainly hope you make it back down this way. You mentioned you have family down here, so yet another reason to come down. Uh, oh, for sure. You know, and so, yeah, a, a lot of great things coming up. And in our pre-interview chat, uh, you were mentioning that uh, you kind of keep going back and forth between a full LP or maybe an EP. Is Are, are you finding that uh, these shorter collections of tunes uh, might be the more logistical thing to do at this point yeah right now i am because i got so much damn music and i want to put everything on it then you know but then i see a lot of people are doing that now that you know they're not they're just doing eps and stuff you know maybe six or four tracks or whatever and mm-hmm. i'm just thinking maybe it's a possibility that i might do it i'm not too sure yet of I never really made up my mind, you know. I'll, I'll probably figure that out within the next couple of months or so. But, uh, yeah, you'll be the first to know, buddy. Oh, I can't wait for this upcoming release. And <laughs> I, I certainly hope you'll come back and join me on Guy Note then as well. Um, oh, for sure, man. I'd be glad to. Mike, where can people find you at? Uh, they can find me at mikeburn.com. Uh, I'll get all my uh, social uh media tabs there and uh where you can find me everywhere like you can find my music there and uh, uh what i'm what i've been up to so uh mikeburn.com just go uh type me in and uh check me out i appreciate your art and honoring the ancestors uh i appreciate the conversation that we've been able to have and i certainly look forward to more future discussions and possible collaborations as well you're welcome back anytime and uh, let's get caught up soon. All right, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Up, Chich. Give me the hill I'm 
For this and past episodes of Gyno, log on to gynomusic.fm or nv1.org. Also, to discover more music from incredible indigenous artists, be sure to check out the Native Artist Directory at nativeartistdirectory.com. Who knows what tomorrow brings In a world where few hearts survive All I know is the way I feel If it's real, I keep it alive from
Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.